Bear Down Ballers. I'm your host, AJ Bramlett. Back again with my super producer, Ryan Wall. And man, heck of a victory this weekend, man. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and hop right in. Yeah, let's let's start from there. Arizona had a big four-point victory in Champaign to beat uh, the Fighting Illini. It was a crazy game. Arizona was down by as much as 14 as much in the first half. Stormed back and they got the victory. Just break it down, AJ. What would you think of this big victory? Well, I think this is a, obviously the first time that they've, you know, really, I think maybe against, you know, uh, Wichita State a little bit, but they've, that they've been in trouble. And I, I was a little worried for, you know, a minute or two. Um, you know, Illinois was extremely hot from the outside. <laughs> I mean, they hit threes from all over the place. Their energy was way up. Um, and, you know, I wanted to see a game like this to see where, how our guys really respond, especially on the road in that type of environment. It's not something, you know, that they played against, especially, you know, with COVID and all the stuff that's been going on over the last year or so. They really haven't been in an environment, you know, like that yet. And they just, they rebounded, man. They, they, they stuck together. I thought that, you know, even though some guys, you know, I thought Kerr, uh, you know, Chris, had a, a rough first half, but his energy was still there, you know, throughout the first half. Uh, I thought, you know, Azulis did a heck of a job, um, you know, kind of calming everybody down in the first half and, and keep being a consistent force out there. And then, uh, you know, Christian, I thought he struggled with, um, he struggled a little bit with, with Coburn's, you know, strength and size and adjusting to it early. But he was able to, you know, turn that around definitely in the second half. And then, um, you know, everybody contributed something in this game. Everybody contributed to this victory, whether it be a hustle play, you know, by Dan and Terry, whether it be, you know, a, a knockdown, you know, shot, uh, you know, by care or, you know, especially Ben. I mean, Ben, <laughs> this game, you know, if we've been talking about it. Oh, was this his best game? I think this was, you know, probably his best game uh, offensively in that type of environment, you know, with the, with the cr crowd screaming at him. Um, you know, with the intense pressure of that entire game, and especially being down, he stuck to the game plan. Um, you know, he took shots when he needed to. He made shots when we needed them most and was just, you know, a star out there. Yeah, Benedict Mathen right now has scored 83 points in just the last three games of play, AJ. And he's, as you said, he's been just incredible to watch. He's doing everything. He seems like he's driving more than he has um, in the past. His passing ability looks to be at a greater level and he's just putting all phases of the game together but the guy that has really impressed me has been Kirk Carissa because as you mentioned he struggled in that first half and then he might have won the game for Arizona I remember they were down two with just a few minutes left and he hit that that little floater to yep. tie it up and he was just lights out in that second half what what do you think of his play and I mean, do you really think he can become the X factor for this team to put them over to the next level? Absolutely. We've talked about this, you know, throughout the the pod this season. Um, you know, he's the spark plug, you know, along with, you know, energy guys, you know, obviously DT is, you know, an energy guy every single game, but but Kirby and the point guard and really the the orchestrator of the offense. I mean, we need him to play like that, you know, every single game. And, and that was really a test you know, for him that he passed is because he didn't come out, you know, on fire. He didn't, he wasn't able to do much in the first half. They were doing a good job guarding him off pick and rolls and making him uncomfortable. Um, but that didn't affect him at all. You know, second half, he came out still aggressive. When the shots were there, he took them, knocked them down. I thought you mentioned his floater and him getting into the lane more. That's going to be a, a huge key to his development is if he can knock down that consistent floater over, you know, larger guys in the paint and he can get in there and start making more plays, you know, for guys in the paint, um, that's going to be a huge bonus you know for Arizona but 
I just like his attitude, man. <laughs> like he's the guy that you want on your team when you're going into a hostile environment like that in Champagne, where you know the crowd is on you the entire game. It's hard to hear. Uh, you know, you need to have consistent energy and guys that just believe in themselves 110%. That's him. And he showed that on on uh, Saturday, knocked down huge shots, made defensive plays, you know, when he jumped out of bounds, threw the ball off off the Illinois defender, you know, near the end of the game. Um, made a good pass to Ben on the fast break, you know, for his layup when they were making that run. So he just, uh, he's just a fun player to watch. I like that. I like him a lot. And, you know, I'm happy that, you know, he's, a, he's our point guard right now. Yeah. I really feel like, as you just mentioned that in the, you know, tight moments late in the game, he rose up and it really seems like that, that he, he gets better when the moment gets bigger. And that's the true test for a great player, you know, is if they can, when it matters most, get the job done for their team, which is, it was just great to see him do that. Uh, what do you think of, uh, you know, the big men's performances, Christian Coloco, Tabellas, Coloco didn't score that much. He still had four blocks. And I mean, I think he did a pretty good job overall against Coburn. Coburn finished with 13 points. Um, but wasn't very dominant. And, you know, so what do you think of those two guys? I thought they both did a heck of a job. And, you know, Christian did exactly what he needed to do in that game. You know, it, it, we didn't really need him to score, you know, a ton of points. What we needed to do was him to hold down, you know, Kofi Coburn. And he did that. Held him to, I think he was averaging 23 before the game, held him to 10 below his average. And the first half, like we said, mentioned a little bit earlier, like I thought he was just kind of getting used to his physical play, you know, kind of learning his his habits. And then you saw that in the second half when he started blocking those jump hooks and really, you know, turning that back and making him worry about that. He started making a huge impact. And then there was other plays throughout the game where, you know, they had a wide open three in the corner and Christian, you know, sprinted from the paint out there, challenged that shot and got a hand on that one and, and blocked it. Like there were just so many effort plays that he made during that game that, you know, you look at the stat sheet and you're like, oh, you know, he had, you know, he didn't score more than 10 points. You know, he, uh, he didn't have a, a ton of rebounds, but his effect on the game was a winning effect. And, and his play, especially in the second half and immediately in the second half, you know, where Coburn took a couple shots and he put it back, you know, put it back in his face that it gave, you know, I think it still some confidence in the team and it just really gave them a good push to, you know, make a strong second half push and, and get that victory. And then Tubelis is just solid, man. He's just <laughs> every single game he does what he does and he runs the court hard. He finishes around the rim takes good shots. He's a great passer. He can handle the ball in the, in the open court, which is a real big plus for us as well uh, when there's pressure. And, you know, he's just a really, really good player. And so they both did a good job, you know, doubling on, on Coburn throughout the game, kind of mixing up looks for him and trying to make him uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, they, they stepped up to the challenge and did what we needed to do to get that victory. There were two huge keys to that, to that success. Yeah, they, they both have, uh, added greatly to the success of this Arizona team um, in the first nine games. They're nine and zero now, AJ, but before we move on and talk about the new AP updated rankings, any final thoughts on this game against Illinois? Uh, just like I said, I think it was a, it was a great victory. Um, and it was just a kind of a proving proving ground game where, you know, we know now that we can go into a hostile environment, you know, handle adversity, getting down 14 points on, on someone's home, you know, court where they're shooting the lights out, make 16 threes in the game and you come out with the victory and battle back and get that dub. That that's just says the character and the, and the heart of this team. We know that they play hard. 
We know that they play a great brand of basketball, unselfish brand of basketball, but this was just an answer of, you know, the first, in my opinion, first true real road test, uh, you know, that they're going to have to face and they, they passed it, uh, especially with, you know, still the, the travel issues and all the stuff that could have distracted them from this game. They overcame all that and came out with the dub and, you know, we'll keep the, keep the train rolling. So no, I was very, very pleased with the way that they played. Yeah, there were travel issues. As you just mentioned, they had to stop in Indianapolis and supposedly take Ubers to Champaign, but they got there safely and got the, the uh, dub. Um, but yeah, the updated um, rankings after they beat, actually that was their second win against high-level Big Ten teams. We know they beat Michigan and Vegas and now Illinois. Two great wins. But, AJ, I wanted to see what you uh, thought of the updated AP rankings. Arizona moved up three spots to number eight overall. What did you think about that? You know, I thought that it would be a little bit higher, to be honest. Um, you know, but rankings are rankings, man. And, you know, <laughs> it's, good, it's good to see them climbing up there. They deserve it. Um, you know, I think we're number one in the net overall ranking, which is really, you know, what matters. Um, and, you know, they'll, they'll continue to climb, but, uh, you know, it just gives us more, more stuff to shoot for, man. And so, you know, they're playing extremely good basketball right now. They're fun to watch. I think this game, you know, the Michigan game put us on the map, but I think this game even more from a national standpoint got everybody on the bandwagon. And so now everybody's, you know, re recognizing and, and seeing kind of what we've been seeing, you know, this entire season. And, you know, they're just playing a really good brand of basketball. Um, they're a fun team to watch. And I expect it to just, you know, keep rolling. I mean, obviously December is going to be tough with some tough road matchups, but the way that they play in the style of play, we know it travels and we know that we can use that to get victories on the road. So it was just a good overall, um, you know, weekend for, for our team. Yeah, I think Arizona is, as you said, getting a little bit more national praise from the national media and fans, but I still think they're being a, long, a little bit underappreciated here. So if you just look at the rankings, Alabama's a, a few spots ahead of them. They're a one-loss team. Kansas, they're a one-loss team. UCLA's a one-loss team. Purdue was number one and lost to unranked Rutgers. They only dropped two spots down to number three. So I, I really think if any of those – other like if Arizona say Arizona lost to Illinois and they were a one loss team, Arizona would drop way down probably to like maybe 18 or something like that. Just a hypothetical. And um, when those other teams only move a few spots, you know what I'm saying? We'll just keep handling our business, man. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we'll keep handling our business. We'll keep moving up. And the only matter that the ranking that matters is the one at the end of the season, man. So that's really that the what we're shooting for. That is true. And Arizona has uh, two easier type of matchups. Um, they have they uh, they play um, University of California Baptist, um, and then they play uh, Northern Colorado. Those are two easier matchups this coming week. But then at the end of the month, AJ, they go on the road to Tennessee and then continue uh, on the road at UCLA. How do you see those last two matchups I just mentioned playing out for the Wildcats at the end of the month? Yeah, those are going to be tough. I mean, obviously, I think at Tennessee is going to be another huge matchup, you know, opportunity for us to, to again, make a statement. Um, Tennessee, you know, obviously has, you know, a top three draft pick, probably with Jabari Smith playing, you know, extremely well. Um, you know, so anytime you have a team that has that kind of talent on it, uh, it's going to be tough, especially at their their home, as we saw with Illinois and how ready their fan base was, you know, for us to come in there. And um, that'll be a good matchup for them. But I think they'll be ready. You know, I think uh, 
one thing that we've seen about this team is that they haven't come out flat in any of the games. You know, they've been ready to play almost every single game. And whether shots are going down early or not, the effort and consistency has been there. And so I think that, that we'll, we'll continue to see that. Um, but that's going to be a, absolutely a, you know, a tough matchup on the road, especially during Christmas. And this is just, you know, from my history and what I played, you know, at Arizona, there's something about these Christmas games where the break is coming on and you're finishing the semester and all those things where it just makes it hard to win cut some of these games, you know, around this time of year, and you know, it happened to us, you know, I think my freshman year, we were undefeated and played Syracuse and, and got beat at, at McHale. Um, and it wasn't because of, you know, really gameplay so much as I think it was just kind of tiredness and exhaustion from, you know, the semester and all that stuff that had gone on. So, you know, I think they'll have to overcome a little bit of that. And then UCLA obviously is UCLA and every single one of those games is going to be a battle. Uh, you know, we're going to be ready for it. It's a rivalry game. And, you know, that's one a matchup that everybody's looking for, you know, I think across the nation too, and even for nationwide media is how we're going to perform in that game against UCLA. So both of those are going to be fun to watch. I think it's, you know, some Christmas gifts for us at the, at the end of the month, um, you know, holiday gifts for us to, to enjoy. Um, but I just, I, I take us against anybody, man, anytime. So, you know, I think those are games, obviously we can win. They're going to be difficult, but, you know, from what I've seen so far of this team, you know, I'm riding with U of A. Yeah, that, that matchup uh, December 30th, uh, the day before New Year's Eve against UCLA, is probably the next best matchup, uh, best matchup on the national college basketball schedule. That'll be a fantastic, fantastic match between Arizona and UCLA. But one thing before we go, uh, Arizona is actually, even though they're not top five, being eight is still good enough for – their best overall ranking since the 2017-18 season. So um, it, it, it is great stuff that they're doing. But, AJ, why don't you tell everybody uh, the great guests that we have coming up next on the show? Absolutely, man. This is exciting. You know, he's been doing a heck of a job all season long. He's the rock for this team, you know, on offensive and defensive end. The big man, Azulis Tubelis, joining us next on Bear Down Ballers. Before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to Adia Barnes and the women's team for what they're doing over there. You know, Arizona's the only, uh, you know, undefeated team for both the women, men's and women's side in college basketball. So it's a great day. It's a great uh, year to be a Wildcat. So congratulations to them as well. You're good. Before we move on to the next topic, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one playthrough to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Play instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, thanks for joining us on Bear on Ballers. we got the big man uh, in the middle, Azulis Tubelas, joining us today. And how's everything going, my man? All good. Now, just looking up, getting ready for, for practice. Yeah, and I remember those naps in between class and practice were the best one, <laughs> even if they're like 10, 15 minutes, man. <laughs> got to yeah. get those in. So, yeah, thanks for joining us today, man. You know, first off, just want to congratulate you on the start to the season. Uh, you know, you've been a steady force, you know, for, for AZ this this whole season, really on the offensive end and defensive end. And, uh, you know, we can count on your energy and effort each time out. You know, could you talk about kind of your style of play and how you developed that over the years and kind of what you bring to try to bring to the team every single game? I just want to bring uh, my 
my energy, my uh, unselfishness. Every game, I'm trying to find my uh, open teammates. I'm looking to pass first, not to score like every time. I'm not a selfish guy. I'm just trying to make my teammates better, look better. And I think that's why we're, we keep uh, winning games because our team is, uh, I think, most unselfish team in the, I don't know, NCA. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, you guys obviously, you're, you know, assist to basket, you know, made basket numbers every single game are, are incredible. And you guys leading the nation for that. And, you know, I really, I love the way that you guys are playing this year. I mean, you guys get the ball out quick after every single basket, look for easy baskets in transition. You've been running the court like, you know, like a madman this year, getting dunks and, and easy baskets. Can you kind of talk about the style of play that Coach, uh, Coach Lloyd has put in place this year and kind of how you fit into that and how, how you've been liking it so far? Yeah, I love this pace. I don't know, we're just playing fast. And, uh, of course, w we need we need to keep in mind that uh, we need to play smart yeah. because playing fast and playing smart, it's really hard to combine. But uh, we're, we're trying to do that, and our uh, turnovers are getting low. So I think it's a good sign. And, of course, I I just need to run the court every time. I'm tired or I'm not tired. I'm still still running because it's uh, it really helps for our team to find uh, a good looks. So I need to uh, just be in the paint every possession. Try to to post up. If not, try to move the ball to create some uh, some new looks. Set the ball screens, roll, and that's it. That's how that. That's how uh, our game works. Well, they've been looking for you. I know it feels good as a big man when you run and, and you get the ball. So <laughs> every yeah. time I, I know Kerr really hits you, you know, on, on the fast break, uh, really all your teammates really are looking ahead every single time trying to get that easy basket, you know, running to the front of the rim, which you've been doing a great job of. Um, you know, we had Coach uh, Lloyd on the pod a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, you know, he talked very highly of you, obviously, about your development from last year to this year. One thing you really focused on, too, is your improvement on the defensive end. Is that, is that something that you put a lot of effort into and, you know, how it tried to get better from last year to this year? How do you think it's been going so far? Yeah, I think last year I was a bit, a little scared maybe, or just to, just to, I don't know, just scared of fouling maybe because it was my first year, everything is new. I don't know. And now I just, I'm just more, more confident myself. So I'm just, trying to steal balls, uh, trying to, uh, I don't know, swipe balls. I don't know. Yeah, but I still have to work on uh, a lot of things defensively, and I'm trying to do it now. So, yeah, I know that I'm a better player defensively, of course, but I still have to work on some things. Yeah, they've been doing a great job getting steals and, you know, leading the break. Obviously, you, you have a lot of, you know, different skill sets in your offensive game once you once you get out on that fast break. And, you know, I want to go back a little bit and talk about uh, your time in Lithuania. You know, I know you won the 
you know, the Adidas Next Generation Tournament, you know, a few years ago, uh, played with uh, Latubas Ritas. I actually played uh, overseas. I played in Latvia for a couple of years for, for ASK Riga and played in the Baltic League. So, you know, I know what, what high level of basketball is played over there. And I don't think people really understand, you know, yeah. how, how good basketball is over there. And, uh, you know, if you could talk a little bit about that and, and how that kind of helped you develop and get ready to come to the States and, and kind of the, the parts of your game that, that you've brought, you know, from growing up in Lithuania, what you learned you know playing there yeah so uh about that that tournament it was uh every year and and i don't know uh first time i came there i was with uh, two year guys uh, older than me and i didn't play that much but there played uh Sirvidis. he was in nba last year for uh, detroit pistons so he was the leader and we won that thing we won that uh, whole thing and uh, with my age guys i was the leader i scored a lot of points and i think that's why uh, arizona saw me and i just said yes because uh, this opportunity can happen only one time in life so <laughs> and uh, yeah the level of basketball there especially in lithuania you can learn a, a lot of things a, a lot of uh, you can gain a lot of confidence because uh, you're playing with a uh, uh, professional guys there's different type of uh, physicality uh, decision making so i think i learned uh, I took that uh, from there to here in Arizona, and I think it really feel, feels, uh, I don't know if you can see, but I'm just calm and just, uh, I'm not rushing with my passes, with my shot, shots, and I don't know. In Europe, that's a high level basketball, and you can see in the, the EuroLeague, there's like, you can shoot uh, first five second right. uh, fantastic shot because coach will be mad and get you out, get you out of there <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so i don't know it's a different type of basketball of course but here i chose to came here because i like to play fast and i like to share the ball it's right yeah. i mean you've been doing a great job of that you know another part of you know when you're you know, playing overseas and you also got the opportunity to play at the basketball without borders with, uh, you know, one of your teammates, Ben Matherin. I think both you guys were all-stars at that camp. Did you guys really talk when you were there? Did you know each other, you know, when you were there already? Or how did that did relationship build once you got to Arizona? Or how did, how did that go? Yeah, so they invited me, like, last day. I was uh, late. I was uh, one day late. I came on second day. And then they uh, apologized me that, we're sorry, uh, we never forget you and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I knew that uh, he was there, Ben, and I knew that he's uh, a very good player. And then uh, we played like some games, uh, five on five. I was in, in the team with uh, uh, Joshua Prima, he's now yeah. in uh, Spurs. Mm -hmm. So, he shot a lot and he didn't like it, of course, like, but I understand that it's different 
different type again. All players wants uh, to show up in those camps. And here Ben, uh, his team uh, made in the finals. He made some some good dunks, and I was like, wow, he's a good player. Yeah. He he's an NBA type player already. He has everything: body, shot. Uh, he's athletic. I don't know. And yeah, I didn't know him. We didn't talk. But then when uh, he committed here, and I committed here, I was so happy because I knew that we can do a lot of good things together. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been a, a, a you know really good tandem this year. You know, providing support, especially on the offensive end and, and holding down the offense. You know, with you, and you know, I know you. You know, probably have the the dream of that everyone has in Arizona because of, of the program that we have is going to play at the next level, whether that be you know NBA or, or Europe or wherever you want to play. What parts of your game do you think you're currently working on improving to help you try to get ready for for that next level once you decide to make that jump? Yeah, I'm working on uh, a lot of things. Lately, last night I was working on my. Uh, ball handling like 30 minutes of ball handling then shooting threes every day i'm shooting threes free throws and just uh, physical moves like in post-ups with contact finishing and stuff but i know that uh, all players they want to play in the nba but i'm not r rushing with it i'm just i just want to uh, feel happy that uh, what I'm doing because I love uh, basketball and uh, I just don't rush. I just love playing this game and uh, whatever it takes. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's a lot of fun right now <laughs> the way you guys are playing and, and the team that you guys have and the, and the chemistry that you guys have built with this team. Uh, speaking of the NBA, though, who are your favorite current NBA players? Do you have any that you model your game after or do you take any pieces of you know their, their professional games and try to model your game after them? uh i really don't have that like uh, one player yeah. i'm looking when i'm watching nba games i'm looking uh, how team plays how they're i don't know how they're sharing the ball again so i like to share the ball so i'm yeah. i'm watching that so i like uh, how bulls plays because they have a lot of stars there and uh, uh usually when you have uh, all the stars in one team it's hard to to share the ball because uh, they need to score their stars so but they i know they find open looks and everyone can score there so i'm enjoying to watch them yeah bulls was one of my favorite teams growing up they're having a heck of a season so far playing really good basketball so that's a good example man i know uh you guys had an interesting trip, I think, to Champaign over the weekend <laughs> due to some some weather issues and, and things with with your flight. You know, what was that trip like getting there? And, you know, I think you guys had to Uber, you know, from Indianapolis to Champaign. Like, who was on that ride with you? What did you guys do <laughs> on the way up there? How would you yeah. guys stay focused, uh, you know, for the game and, and overcame that? Yeah, so we were supposed to land in uh, Champaign. But then uh, I checked the time, and uh, it was the time that uh, we're supposed to land. So I checked the window. I can't see anything because of bad uh, weather. So 
I felt like uh, we're landing. The pilot said that we're landing. Uh, put your uh, seatbelts on and stuff. And and uh, I I felt like we're uh, on the ground. And then immediately we went up. And it happened like two three times. We did like two three circles <laughs> in the sky and and tried again. And then he said. I'm sorry and stuff like we need to go somewhere else and uh, we landed uh, safe safely in uh, Indianapolis then uh, because you land like uh, out of nowhere no one knows so there's no like uh, airport uh, staff around your plane <laughs> but we can't uh, get out so 30 40 minutes later they opened the door, we went out and uh, we ordered Ubers because of bad weather. Buses from Champaign to Indianapolis, uh, they would come like in two hours and a half. So we ordered Ubers, like five cars for only our team. And uh, yeah, I was in a car with Coach Murphy. Uh, Benedict, Shane, Adama, and uh, Justin Kokoski. So yeah, it was a fun trip. I don't know, we stopped to get some food because we were hungry. And yeah, we went to uh, uh, University of Illinois campus. Uh, we booked, uh, we, st uh, we came to hotel, we had film, we had dinner. So it was fun trips and and uh, we knew that we like we had a bad trip and we have a game tomorrow but like there's no excuse we we just need to play that's right man and that, that's those those stories are the ones you remember forever anyway man yeah. <laughs> stuff like that happens man <laughs> so let's talk about that game man speaking of you know being in champagne you guys had a big time win this weekend um, you know, on the national scene, I really thought you guys showed, you know, what kind of team you are to the nation uh, this weekend. I obviously, you know, I'd already seen that and been, been promoting it, but uh, I think the whole nation got to see what, you know, toughness and, and grit you guys bring to the, to the table this year, you know, battle back from being down, you know, double digits in the first half, uh, you know, two of their guys were super hot, you know, hitting threes from all over the place, but you guys battled, battled back for that. And I thought, you know, one of the keys to the victory was your, your consistent scoring throughout the game, especially in the first half. And then also the defensive job that both you and, and Christian did on uh, Kofi Coburn. And so kind of talk about that matchup with Kofi and, you know, what you thought of Christian's performance. I thought he did a hell of a job and, uh, you know, really matched up with him well. What did, what did you think of that performance and, and matching up with him on Saturday? Yeah, so uh, first of all, there were uh, a lot of fans. It was like my second time playing in that many fans. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, just before the game, they said, Benedict said, like, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm not going home without a dub. And those words kind of, I don't know, made me, made me focus more, lock in and just, I was so locked in that I didn't hear like, uh, yeah. hands, you know? So I don't know, we just needed to stay calm like we're playing a normal game and uh in first minutes i tried 
to set the tone and I think it, it worked. But uh, then Ben made some shots and we we were on our way to the uh, win, but uh, they have uh, a, a lot of good shooters. They made some tough shots. They made uh, 16 threes and it's, it's really hard to win when a team makes uh, 16 threes, but we showed our our toughness. And like you said, yeah, they have a big man, uh, Kofi. So we just tried to, to, to trap, to fake trap him and to, to rake the ball from him. So I think it worked. He was five from 15 from the field, I think. So I don't know. Silo is like, we all know he's a great uh, defensive guy. He showed it more in the second half. He blocked some shots and yeah, he he received uh, Kofi's uh, physicality. <laughs> uh, he matched him later, so I think it worked and I'm really happy what Silo uh, is keep doing and uh, he keeps uh, getting better every day. I see it uh, in practices, so I'm not worried about him. So, yeah. yeah, I think you guys are, you know, one of the top, if not the top front courts in the nation, you know, right now from, from a one-two punch, doing a great job on both ends of the floor. One thing that I heard uh, that there were a couple of special guests in the house to watch you play Saturday at Illinois. Um, you know, what was it like having the basketball legend of all time, Arvita Sabonis, and his son, uh, DeMontis, uh, on hand to watch you Saturday? And had you met them before? How, what was that experience like? I met uh, his dad before. He was uh, a president of our, like, uh, national team, like, basketball organization, like, all countries. Yeah. So I met him before with your hands a lot of times, but uh, uh, I've seen uh, Domantas in person, but like uh, we never talked. And uh, I didn't text him or something like, uh, what do I need to do? Maybe I need to improve on something. No, I'm not that kind of player. I want to learn. Uh, by myself and yeah we i knew that uh, they will come coach tommy told me on plane will you be nervous or or something like that i said no i don't know you can invite uh, hollywood stars <laughs> i don't care i just i will lock in and uh, play the game but yeah with we we talked a little bit after the game. They they asked uh, some questions, how's life in, in Tucson and stuff. So I don't know. It's good to see them, <laughs> of course. Yeah, sure. I mean, remind you of home. And, you know, I played uh, for a team formed by Dolin in Spain where uh, Arbitas had played and then played against Algiris a bunch, obviously. So, you know, good good history there with the, one of the greatest players, you know, to ever play the game of basketball. Yeah. And this has been fun, man. I, last question for you that I have and let you get out of here. You know, you, not only you there, but you have your, your, your brother uh, there with you. What's it like been uh, to have your brother and be able to play together there in Arizona? And how has that helped you, you know, kind of settle in and, and uh, enjoy your experience a little more uh, at U of A? 
Yeah, so I think if uh, if not my brother, I I wouldn't uh, play that good. I wouldn't study that good because uh, I I didn't want to study at all. But uh, he just kept saying that uh, you need to study because if not not basketball, like something will happen. Like what you need, what you will do then. So those words kind of motivated me, and I just. I'm just keep uh, following them. I don't know. It's an amazing feeling to to keep uh, travel traveling with him, to keep uh, to be on the same court on the bench. And when uh, when he's getting some minutes, I don't know. You can see my smile all over my face. So it's really good feeling. I don't know. We'll we'll have a Christmas together with his girl's family so i think it will be really fun good man well you know what i appreciate you joining bear down ballers today man you you guys have been making all of us alumni extremely proud with the way you've been playing how hard you've been playing and the type of basketball that you've been putting out there on the court so keep it rolling my man you know it's going to be a fun year for you hopefully we can get you back in sometimes and uh you know thanks for for taking the time out today to join bear down ballers appreciate you thank you for having me Anytime, my man. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.